This is Sean Gwen, I'm okay, Sean Gwen, and today I'm talking to three people from quite possibly the most important label to debut in the past year, and they are Benjamin, Dan, aka Mad Bliss, and Grant, aka Medicine, from the label Film Noir. How are you guys doing? What's going on, man? Chilling, man. Doing good, man. Doing good. Doing good. Awesome. So, can you tell me how Film Noir began? Like, how did the founders connect to put it together? Because Benjamin, you did that with Oshi and Chris, right? Um, alright, well, Film Noir is basically a brainchild from like 2013. Me and Chris have always wanted to start a label. We started, me and Chris started working years back. Um, we connected through Twitter and we just had like that chemistry. So we just figured, you know, with our vision, we just thought that making a label would be the best thing to do. But, um, that was in 2013. In 2014, in 2014 came, we were growing as producers, so we never actually started it. And in 2015, I don't know, things just kind of, things just started working out really well. Um, we started buzzing. Uh, we started getting a lot of plays and stuff. We, our popularity just boosted, and me, Chris, and Oshi just came together and just made film noir. Like we added Oshi on board um, later after it was actually conceived yeah. and then all of us just brought it to fruition and we're here right now you know so awesome so uh, this is a really generic question but why the name film noir um well it's it i came up with um, Honestly, it doesn't it hardly even t really tie the name like to the movie yeah it doesn't really tie it i just i just i just love um film noir i just love like oh, yeah I just love those kind of movies, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. yeah I figured it would be a dope name, and it sounds really good, you know. Oh, I like it. So, a lot of a lot of people don't even know. So let's say it's like film noir is like a genre, like old, yeah. like black and white, like, kind of moody films. Yeah. So. A film noir so, film yeah. starring film noir would be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm turning to exhibit today. Yo, dog. <laughs> but, um, oh, God. Yeah, so you guys use film noir and noir sound interchangeably. Is there any difference between yeah. the two? Like, what, what's the difference? Um, well, film noir is like, uh, as you said, it's like, it's like, a, it's like, it doesn't really tie into the music, mm. but noir sound, no. Noir sound is, me and Chris kind of have this, when we collaborate on certain things, me and Chris have this this dark sound, like this. I wouldn't say I don't. I don't want to say like OVO kind of sound or like whatever, but it, it's just dark. It's just melancholic. It's just, it's this moody sound, and it sounds dark. You know what I mean? So when it's in noir, it's just like a black sound, like a dark sound. And when when you hear black, you think about moody. You think about you know all that yeah. stuff. So that's what it is. That's where it came from, you know. That's that's where the inspiration came from, I guess, to name it that, you know. But noir sound is more like I don't, I'm not really sure how to explain. It's like more it's about like a generic. The music. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. like it's like it, it's like a it's like a better bridge to the music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Instead of film noir. Yeah. So awesome. So I'm sure each of you has received offers from different labels. What made you guys decide to carve your own path? rather than joining another that had already began with. well like the thing is with film noir is like i had known like most of these dudes like before we even like started the label 
well before I was even like introduced to the label and like I feel like the connection in film noir is a lot more like deeper than just like the music it's kind of cheesy to say but no yeah it's, it's like family as hell yeah it's yeah, all it's all like in good spirit we always like fuck with each other <laughs> sweet yeah mm. it's more of like Looks. a friendship than a partnership if anything yeah exactly yeah yeah but the uh i think it was like like we had so many different people that were in on it that already had like followings of their own you know yeah so giving it all one name like just starting a label like would have been so easy because we already have all these fans to draw into that one entity called film noir instead of Mm -hmm. you know joining something else so that's like part of why it took off so quickly. So that was the better thing to do than to join someone else. Yeah, for I sure. Think. So after the founders, who was first signed to Film Noir? Um, well, Chris handled that. I would, um, I'm not exactly sure, hmm. but the guys, the guys, basically the roster is the guys that Chris, Chris actually believe in. And then he came to me with it, and I'm like, yo, these guys are really dope. Like, Chris put me on the medicine, Chris put me on the DC, Alexander Lewis, all of these guys. So, you know. We were, all, we were all pretty I, much apart before it even, like, took yeah, off. Yeah, it was, it was always like, a, yo, we're going to start this label, are you on, kind of thing. Like, you know, like, it wasn't really start the label and then we recruit people it was like we had relationships with the guys on the roster before it, the actual label actually started you know what i mean it was just like all right you in you know what i mean we're gonna do this and you know, everybody was just cool with it you know what i mean and again here we are today yeah so mm-hmm. awesome so the label is based out of kingston right where you benjamin and chris are as well um yeah I think, it, I it depends. Okay. Um, it depends because it, it was started like we, me and Chris live in Kingston, right? Yeah. So it's not really. No, it is. It is technically based out of Kingston because we do, because we founded it, right? But yeah. I mean, it, we plan to like. Way. Yeah, it doesn't work that way because like you have you have. Yeah, people from LA contributing to like the management of the label and stuff and you know I think we plan to do shows in LA so I think LA is a better name yeah, dude, for like, it, I guess like 90% of you guys are out we've there. got like four yeah, or five it's, it's just, we've got like four or five members like in LA district yeah yeah it's just a better it's just a better um a better place for it to be based out of LA yeah especially with the scene so big there and yeah, almost being exactly. yeah. in that area as well exactly um, sweet so aside from yourselves who would you say has been most influential in the creation of film noir and getting it to where it is now Chris <laughs> <laughs> that's true Chris Chris Chris, Chris is yeah Chris, Chris is like Chris is the backbone of Chris is the right mastermind now. of all film noir yeah yeah definitely he's he's a genius he def- yeah, he's a genius of management, man, and a production genius too. Definitely, sure. I've been working with that kid for so long, man. He's he's amazing, mm. and to see see it grow and you know like how he manages it so well, it's it's crazy. 
I really mm. look up to him like that. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Is there anyone else that you would say, like maybe outside of film noir, that really helped the movement or? Oh well, obviously selection. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, selection, selection. It's like a given. <laughs> yeah. Um, like none of this would even exist if it weren't for selection. Possibly, who knows? Mm. Sparked yeah. like a huge, huge ass movement. Yeah. I mean, like, selection has like a huge influence on most of like. No, nah, I wouldn't SoundCloud. say. Yes, SoundCloud like producers and like just upcoming musicians, I guess, because they have like a, such a wide variety of like sound. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it's amazing how much they've done. Cause like right this moment, they're on Beats One playing um, yeah first, uh, radio show. Some of you yep. that after, but um. You guys are making moves as well. I mean, to have the Pink Polo EP premiere through Billboard is a, a major thing, man. So big ups to you guys too. Yeah, big ups yeah. to Grant. Medicine. Yeah. Fucking medicine. Giving them the medicine, dog. <laughs> yeah. What are your musical backgrounds like? How did you guys get into music and do you play instruments professionally? Who wants to take that first? Um, I'll start. Um, me. I'm... How I start? How did I start? I, I started I started singing first of all. What? Like, yeah, I, I started in the choir. Like I, I was in a choir and stuff. So like I knew about music theory from time. Like I knew how to harmonize. I, I still know how to harmonize all that kind of stuff. Um, I know how to sing. I can do all of that stuff. Um, instruments. I can play drums. Um, I wouldn't say I'm a master at drums, but I can still do my thing with the drums. I got into production like when I was like 17 or so, like straight out of high school. Um, I just like started fucking with trap beats and stuff because like as a rapper, I got tired of asking producers for like beats and shit. So I got totally, totally tired of that. And you know, nobody's ever making the right beat for me. So I decided to make my own beats and when I started making my own beats. I found out that I really fucking love this shit. Yeah. So that's why I started. And again, here I am today. So. You never really know where you're gonna be like three, four years from when you actually start doing the shit. You know? Yeah, you just kind of end Absolutely. up where you are. So it's been working for me. Um, recently, I've been trying to get like a lot of placements, with a lot of credits up and stuff. That's been working for me as well. Um, so yeah, that's um, it. Who else trying to take it? Grant, are you a pianist, dog? Are you a pianist? I'm really not, like, not at all, actually. I mean, I play, but like 100% by ear. I know oh, basic yeah. theory, but, dude, I got started, like, I actually played a lot of instruments, like, when I was hella young, dude, I played bass, I still play some guitar, but, um, yeah, my brother had Fruity Loops, like, long-ass time ago, when I was probably 12, and I would just, like, come home from school and, like, fuck with his projects when he wasn't home and like just, I don't know and I literally just stuck with it ever since that day <laughs> I just thought it was fascinating and now I'm here yeah I feel you for me it was like I'd say well I started I started playing in the in the band in middle school I played the bass clarinet for three years um so yeah, I got into music and shit, and then by eighth grade, 
I started fucking around with like GarageBand and shit. Mm. And at and at home, I don't have a, a Apple or like piece uh, Apple computer or anything like that. I had a PC, so I had to find like an alternative. So I found something called Mixcraft. It's basically the same the same thing, but like a, a bootleg version, I guess. I don't, I don't know, but yeah. And then I found out about Fruity Loops, and yeah, just carried on from there. It's, it's I'm currently about to go into my senior year of high school right now so it's been about like four years since i've been fucking with music i guess that's awesome would you want to take your music to like a career level or are you just like doing this as a hobby absolutely yeah yeah i mean like i'm getting paid for this already so i and i'm having fun doing it i'm having fun like doing sets and that kind of stuff and i'm playing live soon so i'm experiencing all these like new things that come with being like a career with music i guess mm-hmm. mm. yeah that's the idea dude like that's like you kidding me you can live <laughs> yeah. off of literally just making music, yeah. like doing yeah, what you I've, love every day. It's the obvious like, answer, been, but I wanted to hear it from you guys. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been doing that for like a, what a year and a half now, just living off my music, just, just balling off of this shit, dog. It's, it's crazy. It's a really nice life. <laughs> Flexing on this. There's money to be made. Yeah, like dude, yeah, there's I mean, hella money, we, dog. We already, we all already make like pretty decent money. Most of us. Yeah, I'm yeah. shit. So, yeah, like the uh, the pink polo is selling hella nice right now. I bought that. Oh, you're a G. Yeah. <laughs> Anything for you? Uh oh. <laughs> Someone getting grounded? I think it's fast as bedtime. Dog, <laughs> oh, fuck out, <all> dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's real dope, man. Or men. How old is Phil now? It's not a year old yet, is it? Nah, no, no, it's like, like, it's like yeah. four months. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, yeah, we're like four months old. Yeah, so sorry, given that you've gone from having three members to almost 20 on your roster in the four months or whatever, what do you think is about the label that attracts other talented producers to it? To be honest with you, yeah. the plays, like people, <laughs> the yeah. SoundCloud, I'm, no, I'm, I'm talking real honest shit right now, like SoundCloud, Honestly, people, producers only want to be a part of something when they see you getting a lot of plays. And 90% Dude, of the, the, yeah. the, 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 um, what the submissions we get is because yeah, was, we get a lot of plays. You know I what I mean? Like, say that. We don't even it's a bandwagon. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bandwagon. And yeah. People only want to hop on it because, you know, we the thing. And as soon as the next thing comes along, then they're going to want to hop on that. And, that's what it is man so i mean but for the we got the genuine guys right now you know what i mean and we're planning yeah, to we, stick with yeah everyone stick with it seeked out yeah so we're not we're not trying to really expand right now because yeah. it's like everyone before they had film noir like everyone had their own fan base and then once film noir happened like it's like all of these fan bases that like mesh together and it it just became like an introduction to a bunch of different artists from from our own members to like new members i guess that people didn't know about yeah yeah and you guys knew each other before as well so i mean 
you yeah. had that relationship where it's not like someone's trying to like cheat their way into the group or yeah it's, it's actual yeah. friends just doing what they do absolutely yeah so if you had to choose one song that defines film noir as a label what would it be oh ah, it <laughs> no Oh, I need to... Dude, that's like the opposite of the concept. Are you kidding me? Girl, that dance. I'd say the whole Pink Polo EP. Because that's... You can't say LOL or whatever. I don't know. On, yeah. Yeah, I think... I think, think yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if you want to stick to the concept... It was like iconic, film though. Noir, like, yeah, well, yeah, it was. But I'm saying, like, as far as the concept of film noir, like, I think, like, shit like Lord by Matt. Yes. Yeah. Shit like yeah, that. Yeah, Lord. That's what would represent, like the idea behind the name yeah yeah dark yeah yeah lord <laughs> uh, i remember going on the soundcloud and read or maybe you posted a tweet about it someone commented and was like i'd love this song if they didn't say lord so much oh yeah that, i've seen that <laughs> comment yeah yo fuck soundcloud comments dude it's starting it's starting to get raspy yeah there, dude yeah yeah it's getting it's getting wild on soundcloud man yeah. yeah. Girls That Dance has been the biggest release on Film Noir so far, gaining the attention of numerous producers and people we look up to, and uh, even Billboard or whatever. What do you think it is about the song that's made it so successful? It's Dude. catchy. Yeah, honestly, mm. I think that was like. Like every dude, every now and then, like shit just aligns like perfectly. Like you don't even know how it just does. Like. I'm just sitting there, like, fucking around, not even thinking about it, making a beat. And I'm just bored. I'm like, hey, yo, shoot it to Masego. Like, yo, see if you can do something on this. He sends it back. I'm like, yo, like, this, how did this just happen? Like, how was this just brought into existence? Like, we already knew it was gonna pop. I mean, yeah, I mean, from just, the moment I heard Girls That Dance, I, I knew that this yeah, was gonna like, take off. Everyone else knew, dude. We, like, private link it. Everyone's like, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, I mean, I think it was just almost like, I wouldn't say luck, but, like, prime. Like, that was just us in our prime moments. Like, that's me and my prime on the beat. That's Musego and his prime, like, on the, the writing, you know? And that's just fucking hit like it just gets stuck stuck in people's head yeah that's what that's the explanation yeah yeah we played in me and chris played in jamaica and the clubs a lot and we do lovely yeah, sets yeah. yeah dog people love that shit dog everywhere we go <laughs> yeah i need um, to hear it live yeah it's yeah. really dope live would be dope especially i want to drop i want to drop yeah Oh yeah, that drop. And then when it fucking drops, dog. Kill that beat, man. The whole EP is sick. Thanks, dude. Appreciate that. No, no. My pleasure. Um, yeah, so Benjamin, you talked about rapping. Have you put that to the side to focus on production? Yeah, actually. Um, I, I guess production is like my main focus right now. You know, I can still rap. I still do rap. I still go to the studio. I still lay down verses, but um right now i'm trying to produce songs man i'm trying to i'm trying to find i'm trying to find different artists i'm trying to i'm just i'm just trying to build something new i'm trying to do something new on soundcloud that's not really happening you know what i mean because like yeah. i know masego and medicine are doing it but 
everybody on SoundCloud is either trying to copy someone else or remixing a song that's been remixed a million times. So I'm <laughs> yeah. trying to stay. I'm trying to stay out of that those two lanes completely. You know what I mean? And I'm also trying not to po- post beats on SoundCloud. You know because apparently on SoundCloud now. You got everyone, everybody trying to rip your beats and repost it somewhere or take it and rap on it and email it back to you on some, hey dad, look at what I did shit. <laughs> it's just weird, you know what I mean? So like as it regards to <laughs> as it regards to rapping, um, I'll be putting out some some songs of me on the beat, you know what I mean, soon. I know I'm working on a couple of projects right now. So Yo, you, you you'll be hearing that soon. Yeah, that's I can't wait for people to hear this shit. You're stupid on the lyrics. People don't even know, I feel like. Yeah, I only find out because yeah, I Googled like, your, your, name, your, your stage name. And I saw a bunch of like rap songs. And I was like, huh? Is this, is this a different guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I so A lot no of people idea. don't know. Yeah. And it was Flames, man. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah, I, I just, I'll be doing all of that. Yeah. So you recently put together your first drum kit titled Bounce Kit Volume 1. Can you tell me about how you made it? Um, well, I guess I'm not sure if I'm, if I'm right, if I'm right or wrong in this, but like people know Benjamin as like an artist from my, my drums, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, for sure. People Most know, definitely. people, people know me by my swing, by my percussion by my um just just drums you know what i mean so i felt like i felt like honestly i'm being honest i feel like i can capitalize on that and you know i released a drum kit with like some brand new snares and stuff and claps and stuff yeah and I it. it did it did really really well yeah. like like really well so <laughs> so, so well so well that PayPal literally canceled my account. <laughs> or, oh, like, like PayPal restricted my account. Yeah. Because selfie, self. I keep calling it selfie. Selfie. Yeah, you're weird, dude. <laughs> <laughs> to, to be fair, selfie is a weird name too, man. Yeah, selfie. Because it has a Y at the end, so I'm yeah. like, why are you just? Yeah, it just it's weird, man. <laughs> so like, the selfie site. Like I was getting so much traffic, and then PayPal just decided to like restrict my account. So I made like, that happened like four times. So I like four accounts with like money in them that I have, I can't access right now. It's just, it's whack, dog. Yeah. But I, Fuck that, yeah. Fuck so. It did, it did really well, man. It yeah, did it, crazy. It's a really so I'm good thinking game. about releasing. Um, Thank you. I'm thinking about releasing Bounce Kit 2 in the yeah, near, you, near man. future, like this month. Medicine and Mad Blizz, sorry, Grant, Grant and Dan. Do you think you ever release production kits from yourselves too? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. When time when the time comes, I've tried to make drum kits before, and like it's really tedious, like to me honestly. Yeah. And it takes a lot of time. So whenever I get like a time period to actually like do that, I'll most likely end up doing it. I think I'm like. I know I'm want to do it, but I'm probably gonna hold off for a long time. Yeah. I don't know why. I just think I don't want to do it until it's the best moment. I can sell the most it possibly could, but not even that. I just I don't want to like a whole wave of people to have like really specific <laughs> yeah. signature sounds. Using your sound, yeah. I find that kind of yeah. weird. 
Yeah, I mean, if it's like just some, you know, more simple snares, but if I actually put effort into it and made like my custom sounds, to be honest, I don't want motherfuckers to have those. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes, I don't know. Cool. Dan, what's the story behind your URL name on SoundCloud? Because it's not Madness, it's Essence. Uh. Yeah, that that name that used to be my old producer name. I know it's kind of whack. I I have no idea what it meant. It's just some stupid shit that I came up with when I was like 13. And like, you know the word essence, like E S S E N C E E or C N E. Yeah. Yeah. I I just I don't know. I thought that word was cool, so I thought it was it'd be cooler to like misspell it in a different way. I don't know. It's really stupid, but. I would have changed the URL, but like it's kind of a little late now because like I've got like links of my music everywhere and like all of that would be gone if I changed my URL. Yeah. So I don't really bother and it's like it's like a piece of like my old self still in that URL, I guess. It's kind of hard to explain, but yeah, that's a, that's just about it. Not really. I mean, no one really looks at the URL anyway. Yeah. So. I've, I've gotten a couple questions about that name, but yeah. Cool. You've done a number of amazing collaborations. If you could pick three people to collaborate with that you haven't yet, dead or alive, who would they be? Um, This is a hard one. Uh, I'd say my first one would be the producer that like got me into like production in the first place is Clams Casino. Um, yeah, like when I first started out, I was like super influenced by him and like his heavy like reverb vocal samples and all that stuff, like the dirty sounding drums. Like I was like totally into that and I'm still into that. I mean, I don't really incorporate it that much in my music anymore, but it's like it's, I still find it really sick and like cool the way he like can manipulate a sample so well that you can hardly tell what it's like what the original was yeah and for a second collaborator i'd say as corny as it and generic as it sounds i probably want to collaborate like eventually with like carmack just because he's like a huge influence as well and i mean it's yeah it's pretty corny but at the same time it's also something that's like like holy shit like if i ever get the chance it's like this dude is like a legend for like so many up-and-coming producers he's influenced so many like so many new sounds and like but yeah he's a second person i want to collaborate with yeah and i mean i know you say it's corny and i can see what you said but it's not even that i mean he's that influential yeah that it's like no wonder especially you're influenced by him um because like you said he's defined his own sound he's done so much for the genres um that he messes with and he's so expansive as well and he, he's just a, a very unique character yeah um in the scene yeah no doubt yeah is there any third person um like a, a vocalist or, ooh, or vocalist. um Um, this is, I didn't think about like vocalists or anything, yeah. but now that I actually get the chance to think about it, 
Um, I think I'd want to work with like. Um, damn, this is a hard question. <laughs> um, I think at one point I want to work with like someone like Chris McClenny, who's like completely multi-talented. He could like do some sick production or play some like amazing keys or do some like super nice vocals like someone who's multi-talented like that who can take on like so many different aspects of a track i don't have anyone specific but like chris mcclenny yeah he's someone i want to work with in the future or someone like him yeah yeah uh, but yeah triple threat. yeah triple threat cool do you sing Nah, I've, I've tried to sing, but it's just not for me. Like, every time I try to sing, like, my voice ends up cracking or, like, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just not a vocalist type person. I've tried to rap before, but I'm not I'm not into, like, writing and stuff, so I don't not really yet. do that. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> I've, I've had a couple of songs that I put out where I've rapped. Yeah? Yeah, I'll, sh I'll link you to them later. Okay. But, yeah. So, wait, you put them out, yeah? Yeah, they're about like a year or two years old already. Okay, under the Madbliss name or a different one? Yeah, under Madbliss. Okay, I've, I haven't found them, so that'd be dope. Yeah, I'll link you, man. Cool, man. So guys, what's the scene for your style of music out where you live? So it's Jamaica, LA and Texas? No. Right, where you at? Yeah. Okay. I'm in Dallas, let me just Let me just start. Okay, see the scene for this shit? Jamaica is whack musically. It's, it's stagnant. It's stagnant. It's it's not a place to be right now. Mm. I like I literally know everybody there is supposed to be. I was in the studio um, with Sean Paul like the last two days, and you know what I mean wow. he's top tier, and it's like it's like literally nothing is going on out here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Sean Paul is trying to get on our wave right now. You know what I mean? And that's 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 a dancehall and reggae legend. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean there's nothing going on in here, man. It's it's whack. If I if I link some of the songs that people out here are like legitimately trying to push and think is actually dope, you just wanna slap them. You just be like, yo, look here and just give them a backhand like right there. So send, send I mean, them songs through, man. I want, I want to I'm on my there. phone. So. <laughs> I'm on my phone. So uh, yeah, one of these yeah, days yeah, I'll yeah, DM yeah. you guys. Alright. Um The LA scene, i am not really so familiar with I'm this summer I've been slowly getting familiar with like the music scene out here. And mostly you have stuff like the selection sound again that's coming up because they're like what's popping and they're based in LA so we have like a bunch of artists and we have a lot of like different artists too that have their own i think is the hw and w yeah headquarters her, what, her what and where how yeah her, what, that's out here i think that's out here in la too yeah so yeah it's a lot of influence like there's a lot of influence on those like big collectives and like labels from from what i hear so far out yeah. here in la mm -hmm. um in Dallas, it's, eh, I don't think, okay, it's weird because, like, recently, these past two years, like, 
there's so many producers like that are coming out and like you know and we're all linked together but there's not really a demand for it like by the average consumer you know what i mean so there's not really a whole lot of potential for like events or shows you know unless you're mixing like fucking zed like top 40 billboard yeah so um but i think it's getting better like me and dc have some events out here coming soon and a lot of the people that have been doing events for like you know the past few years are starting to show us love and want to get us on board and kind of help sculpt it like build a demand for it you know because people don't know people don't even know what they're missing out on you know what i mean because they don't even know about the scene yeah so um but yeah so there's a lot of producers out here like sick with it uh me dc celebrity like and a lot more but yeah as far as shows it's not nowhere near as popping as like la yeah at least like the mecca level is i mean (laughs) In yeah, London, yeah, that's like that's the hardest part. LA. Yeah, um, yeah, that's cool. But I mean, hopefully you guys can change it as far as like your scenes in your city, anyway. Because like you said, you've got shows with DC coming up. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of people working, dude, like to like change it. Yeah, like pushing events and stuff. Yeah, we've got a few shows lined up. That yeah, from the we have some stuff too. Yeah. Not in Texas though. We're about to planning shows. Um, well, we have one, that one in LA, Camp True. Uh, we have the one, is it Closed Sessions? I think that's in DC. Yeah, that's the one in DC. And then we have one in New York City. I, I don't know what the venue is. I haven't been updated. I was invited to, um, to, to be, to like, I was invited to play in Dallas probably early august but i'm not sure i'll be able to make it me what? yeah it was, you were? yeah it, they offered to fly me out and probably oshi and oh was it be my friend yeah it did did you say no i didn't say no i didn't but i didn't say yes either it's like hey, you, need, you need to get your sweet ass out here dude. That's, <laughs> you're gonna be yeah I'm, this- I'm yeah i'm trying i'm trying I'm really trying to get out there but yeah we've uh We've got things developing at the moment. Yeah. Um, have you guys met each other yet? Nope. <laughs> I, we we have we us in this call have not met, but we have like like I and DC have met numerous times. Yeah, I've met I met Deffy once. Yeah, and then Chris and Benjamin like hang out and shit. So yeah. we're all like we have our own little group, like subgroups. Yeah. The, like the based on where we live, basically. Exactly. But we haven't all officially came together yet. But when we do, it's that's gonna be dope. Yeah. yeah. Eventually. It's gonna be hard as hell to do, but it'll have to happen. But if you're playing at like a yep. massive gig, um, or sorry, massive festival or something. Yeah, for sure. Whatever, yeah. That would be not popping. Yeah. Oh yeah. Are your family supportive of like your musical? Like, how have they reacted to your success? Um. um well, my mom is like fangirl. My mom fangirls over me. Same. <laughs> yeah, because like when I tell her that I've 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 done songs with like Hov, Rick Ross, T Pain, I let her hear like a Chris Brown song I produced, um, all of that kind of stuff. 
she just goes crazy, you know what I mean? So, and that's really, that's really like motivating for me that my parents like fuck with my shit, like on like the real way, like the long way. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's that's the best thing how, in the world, man. I tell people, just go look at my mom's Facebook, like <laughs> I said, literally like the only shit she posts about is me like bragging about me. <laughs> It's kind of annoying, but like it's real support, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. they actually they actually like my it. music. So yeah, exactly. So it's dope, but things might—I mean, you know—if if I don't start seeing like you know livable money by the time I'm like 20, then then they'll probably start to reconsider. <laughs> what have we done? My mom's view on my mu- music right now is like really vague. She doesn't know much about it. She just knows that I make money off of it occasionally, but she—I don't think she knows like the extent of like how. I wouldn't say big, but I, well, I don't know how to explain it. But she doesn't know the extent of like the size of my music, basically. Yeah. Yeah. She does because like she's not. She's from El Salvador, so she has like no idea what's popping like in, like, in, in, not English, American culture, basically. Yeah yeah so she doesn't she's not on like like social media that much she's she's really just on facebook with like her friends and stuff but that's about it she doesn't really know like what i well she knows what i do but Mm. it's really hard to explain but yeah she she gets it she's supportive about it yeah i get it Mm. yeah cool um so how many of you are still in school i am i'm about to start my last year of high school in August. Yeah. Okay, just you. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, just... I finished school a while back. Cool. Finished high school. Uh, it's so far in all of film noir, I think it's me, Rambi, and I think Weird Inside that are still in school. Okay, cool. What would you say is the biggest misconception people have about yourself? About us about as a, us a group? Like individually? First individually, and then as a label. Honestly, it's pretty simple, but I think the biggest misconception is like people see big numbers and think you're like a fucking celebrity, dude. Mm. Like, think you're famous type shit. Like, oh my god, Madison, let's collab, bro. <laughs> Make me famous. Like, dude, I'm not. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's a big problem. It's just like a very big obsession with like instant gratification and numbers. Like yeah. in this new generation, you know what I mean? It's the stats that that it's the stats. Yeah, it, that's what that's what makes the misconception. But uh, like musically, some, I don't really know about a whole lot of like specific misconceptions about me. I think like a big misconception is this: is that we're just like we're only to stay on SoundCloud and that's it. Basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's another one. Like we're not meant to do anything out of SoundCloud music. Yeah, fuck that, dude. Yeah, don't ever listen to anybody that says uh, the term SoundCloud producer. Yeah, if they SoundCloud say that, it's us. Like, dude, I'm on SoundCloud. Like, but low key, I'm. I have like some managers out here working on placements for me. Yeah, you're gonna get a bunch of open doors from the Pink Polo EP. For well, sure. Well, not even. It's just like. It's like just simply 
we are producers on SoundCloud. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. SoundCloud producers. Like SoundCloud is just the most pop, like the most pop in place to do yeah. it right now. So why would, music, we, yeah. you go, you why would we do it anywhere else? Like yeah. how can you say SoundCloud producer? It's like where else? I mean, yeah, there's other places, you know, there's like it's probably the biggest place is like stream your own music for free, basically. Yeah. Like I, I sell like two leases a day because of SoundCloud. <laughs> and there's just so many people that like hate on the way you think it's like just a little doo doo like app. Like, no. Nah, yeah. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> cool. And what's the biggest misconception? people have about film noir I, I'd say it's the same misconception about SoundCloud producers mm. for the whole group yeah. as a whole and that oh and another misconception is that we try to mimic selection and like those other like labels that have like yeah, honestly that, that's always going to be a misconception for anyone trying to start a label on SoundCloud yeah. Going forward, like, oh, you're copying selection. They were the first to do it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and on. it's gonna start happening about us. Like, people are gonna say that shit about film noir. Like, yeah. but like, I mean, people. No disrespect to selection. Like, literally, this movement that we're involved in would not exist if it weren't for selection. Yeah, we get a lot of support from selection too. But as far as like copying selection, like no, I mean I appreciate that, you know, that's the roots, but no one's trying to copy selection. Yeah, I wouldn't even call it the roots. I mean it's it's like they lay down the groundwork. Or they Yeah, they lay down the the foundation. Yeah, so so what you're not supposed to build on that? Exactly. Exactly. How are you gonna do what you wanna do? Like it's it's such a stupid idea. So if you could change one thing about the scene that film noir exists in, what would it be? Um, Take your time. Yeah, give me a sec. Uh, um, honestly, I don't know if I'd change anything. Like, yeah, we're yeah we're doing pretty well with our decisions like SoundCloud? so far. Exactly. It's just like I don't know. Everything is just so like aligned right now. That I really couldn't imagine it any other way than like giving a straight answer for that, you know? Like, I think everything is moving very gracefully right now. I think I'd, I'd, I'd only, only thing I'd wish would be different is we wouldn't have like members like that are in different countries because we have like a lot of trouble getting those members to America because of like. Yeah, visas and passports. Yeah, yeah, that's a huge trouble for us. Mostly, like, oh, she's having trouble with that. I think Chris is having trouble with that. And the only, the only thing I wish, I wish I could like lower the prices of plane tickets drastically. (laughs) Yeah, fucking kick it. Yeah, regular basic. Like, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, cool. I'd never thought of that. And I've never had that response to that question. Well, act, well, one more thing that I would add, actually, is, um, like, I don't, it's kind of weird because there's so, it's like a pyramid, okay? There's so many people trying to do this right now at a very low level. Yeah. On SoundCloud, like, so many people. It's kind of like just an oversaturated industry. 
I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's so many people trying to come up, and there's so many people coming up. There's so many people that have came up slightly. You know what I mean? Then there's so many people that are just popping. So it's a huge thing. Like it's really hard. It's a it's a big competition. Out. Exactly. You like you have to really try to set yourself aside from everybody else. Like I found like super dope artists that only have like nothing more of 200 followers on SoundCloud. Yeah, like exactly. And then there's people that, that yeah, and then there's, there's people that sound like everybody else that have a lot. Like, I mean, that's. I, I, I think know, that's I mean, kind of why Oshi blew up too because he was one of those super low key exactly. artists. Exactly. And then exactly. he was just super dope from the start. And like once people started catching on to him, that's what like made him blow up so quickly. Yeah, it's like when you hear an Oshi beat, you're like, oh, is this Oshi? Like, yeah, like there's so many, there's so many like, Oshi. like, how do I put this? There's so many people making like their own like songs and mimicking, not mimicking, I'd say, um, I, in, I, I influenced by Oshi and like they literally post their tracks yeah. with Oshi's name on it. Yeah, and, like. To try to confront it so it's all good, like, yo, this is inspired by Oshi. Yeah, which is cool. Like, yeah. I mean, honestly, that's like a really dope thing. Like, I'm not no he has respect his, to that at all because everybody, sound. like, everyone's gonna learn. You know what I mean? We were all at a point similar to you that. Have to study the and game. Every, yeah, exactly. You just have to be involved in it. Like, everyone's gonna learn over time and like carve their own lane. But you know, it's just I don't know. It's just crazy. It's hard to stand out. Like people making it hard <laughs> so much yeah it's, it's really weird when people put that stuff in the the title yeah, yeah. of the song when it's like well Oshi has nothing honestly to do track <laughs> it's like, like, like that in the comments if he inspired you I think that's just like a thirst for like Oshi to notice him yeah <laughs> repost me yeah I remember seeing um reading like a beat he had with a, a rapper I think it was yeah, that was, days. That, was, I think that was heated. Earlier that was this so week. Stupid. Oh, yeah. There was a moment that was where. so stupid. There was dude. a moment when that rapper, like, or well, his man management, which basically means his friend, um, yeah. commented and was like, What are you talking about? Like, the rapper, like, credited you because, like, he's trying to give you promotion. It's like, Who are you lying to? Are you trying to convince yourself yeah. that's the case? As if an O should get any promotion from that dude and can't get it for himself. Yeah, like. You're doing it because you want the promotion. <laughs> yeah exactly that's another thing that gets annoying is like once you start to reach a certain level people want it like especially rappers want to hit you up and get on your beats like half because they actually like your beats and half because they just know if they get to put produced by medicine it's like produced by mad bliss or oshi then just has more power yeah. you know what i mean it'd be funny to tell a rapper that they can have a beat but then tell them they can't credit you <laughs> And see what their reaction is. Yeah. But bruh. Yeah. But bruh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> um, uh, man, what was I going to say? But yeah, I think, I don't know. Like, I look for people that aren't involved in that at all. I like people that literally just make music for fun and upload it and don't even care about the scene. Yeah. But then it's like someone discovers them and realizes, like, yo, dude, you're fucking crazy. You know, like, Sakura Burst, you know. I don't like people always on the remix, always on the, you know, like, 
That's what makes it genuine. Yeah. So, what artists should we be looking out for? Oh, uh, in film like? noir or outside of film noir? You can start with film noir. I, I didn't know if I should ask you that because, like, then you might think, well, I can't say one dude and then not say the other guys because they're all my squad. But, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, just film noir, noir in general. Yeah, yeah. Our whole team in general. Yeah. There's so many amazing guys in there, like Braden Bailey, uh, DC. Bard yeah. is an awesome singer. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, outside of film noir, who should we be checking out? You just said Sacrobus, right? Yeah, I will. Uh, um, dude, I really, I really like um, personally right now. I don't know if you've heard of like Soda Island. I've never heard of that. It sounds familiar. Like, Ram- like sort of Rams. Yeah, it's like oh, Ramsoid. Yeah. Ramsoid. Yeah, and a green pirate. I mean, green parrot. Uh, okay. And Xander Lewis, all those people. That's someone I've been enjoying lately. And I think they're moving pretty fast, too. I've always had a, like an eye out for Genji Beats. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, he's dope. Um, yeah, I've, I've talked to Chris about adding him on the roster a while back, but like we said earlier, there's like, it's not much space that we have to expand yeah. at the moment because we're trying yeah. to just work with what we have exactly that'd be awesome um but yeah he's he's really really dope every time i hear one of his songs i always have to take a look at who who's making this beat and it, it just yeah. to him. it's happened quite a bit lately where i'm just listening to a song and it's like this is this is really dope oh it's changing okay yeah. <laughs> that makes sense what are Film Noir's plans for the next 12 months? 12 months. Well, obviously, we're, we're going to keep putting out music. That's but a given. We really, right now, are, like we said, are trying to branch into the live event world. Yeah. You know? Because that's where you're really going to strive. Like, hopefully, we have a tour in a year from now. Hopefully. We have a, yeah, I mean, we have a lot of stuff going on we can't really disclose, but honestly, like, what I hope to see is to branch as far away from just only SoundCloud as possible. Like, we really are going to try to be doing everything, you know, shows, like I said. We've got, we've already got a few of our members, like, playing show we have Taj playing shows at playing sets at baby showers and shit <laughs> like yeah, anything wow. from small shit like that to playing stuff like Cantra or any yeah. of that it's well, just just to build a name yeah. amongst that that world of things because that's like that's the idea you know that's where you want to end up is going all around America playing shows like even out of you know, country yeah, out of country for sure. I would fucking love to go. go UK. Like yeah. Hit up Japan. Yeah. Japan. Dude, are you kidding me? My sister's actually out there right now. Yeah, I remember you saying actually. She moved recently, right? Yeah. Yeah, she she's doing a... She's studying abroad out there, yeah. Awesome. That's so cool she, she's coming back. Yeah. Cool, that's it for the questions. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Yeah, no problem, man. Yeah, dude. Absolutely.